welcome, dear listener, to another episode of A Prairie Home Acid Trip. I am your host, Joe Price, and I am just now realizing that this is episode four. And in the three previous episodes, I failed to introduce myself because I'm not good at this. That might be a little braggy, and I hope you don't think less of me. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not good at this. I feel like, you know, maybe I should uh, give you a little bit of a, a short history about who I am and what I bring to the table. I am an out-of-work lamplighter. Now, as there have not been lamps to light with great regularity since 1932, life has been difficult for me. I've wandered every lonely hillside, every small village and town, from here to Poughkeepsie, relying on the kindness of strangers and, on occasion, stealing the odd pie from the odd windowsill. They didn't notice it was missing, and they probably blamed it on the the neighborhood Rapscallion. Oh, that neighborhood bad kid probably got blamed for quite a few stolen pies on my... Uh, tale of trail of woe but you know you've got to crack a few eggs as I have been out of work since you know, 1932 1933 I did some I did some uh, some I, I kind of tried to break into uh, electricity but oh god it's just a bunch of nerds I, I, I couldn't do it so I you know I kind of called it a day, and just tried to find ways to kill time. But I am no layabout, dear listener. I keep myself busy. I keep my brain engaged. And since 1969, I have been on a, a day and night, never-ending pursuit uh, for the Zodiac Killer. And I don't want to give anything away but I think I'm close to cracking this case. I am so close to catching him or her. Eh? I didn't see that twist coming, huh? The doctor is a woman. Yeah, so we're pretty close. I've been shaking shaking trees uh, from, you know, here in Solano County uh, to Vallejo, to Benicia, uh, to San Francisco. I've been down to Riverside. That wasn't him. That was some guy trying to claim it was him. I know it wasn't him. I can smell it. I've got a keen eye, like a bloodhound, for this bad masked man. Ooh. So just kind of keep uh, keep subscribed to this feed. I might have some exciting news uh, in this cold case in the days and weeks ahead. I don't know if there's any way to just top that, uh, that little nugget of information. I don't feel comfortable sharing much more about you, uh, about myself with you, uh, to fine, fine folks. There's really nothing else to share. I am an out-of-work lamplighter. I've been out of work for roughly 85 years. I have been hunting the Zodiac for 50 of those years, close to catching him or her. And anything else is trivia and boring. I'm a person. Kind of piece it together yourself. Uh, just uh, take one of those woolly willies 
you know, with the mag uh, magnetic chips in there and the little magnetic pen. And, you know, uh, that's that's basically me. I'm Wooly Willy. Uh, let's get on with the show. Bruce Wayne, thank you for taking the time out of your hectic schedule heading Wayne Enterprises to sit with us for this eagerly anticipated interview. You're welcome. A Grateful Nation asks, Mr. Wayne, are you the Batman? I'm not Batman. Would you care to respond to the eyewitness reports of there being what has been described as a fire pole hiding behind a wall in your office? A pole that you seem to use as an exit whenever the Batman is called to action by a desperate Gotham. There's no pole. Eyewitness accounts claim that you have said, and I quote, Quick, to the bat pole. There's no bat pole. Please, Mr. Wayne, I can see over your right shoulder that that's, that's the Batman's mask. That's just a leather mask. It's for sex. Mr. Wayne. I like latex. Please, Mr. Wayne, just admit it. You're the Batman. Not Batman. Mr. Wayne, I... Hey, 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 what, what is this? Sorry to interrupt, Bruce, but the commissioner just called. He, uh, uh, he, he needs to see us in his office immediately. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, I've got to go. I'm not Batman. From the saddest part of Brokeback Mountain. The shirt seemed heavy until he saw there was another shirt inside it. The sleeves carefully worked down inside Jack's sleeves. It was his own plaid shirt, lost, he thought, long ago in some damn laundry. His dirty shirt, pocket ripped, buttons missing. Stolen by Jack and hidden here inside Jack's own shirt. The pair like two skins, one inside the other, two in one. And that was a reading from the saddest part of Brokeback Mountain. This episode of A Prairie Home Acid Trip is brought to you by that $5 bill in the pocket of the jeans you haven't worn for a couple of weeks. $5 bill. You'll be glad you found it. With additional considerations provided by hitting every green light. Doesn't it feel good when that happens? Hitting every green light. And now, a reading from a part of Brokeback Mountain that I just enjoy. Saying not a goddamn word except once, Ennis said, Not no queer. And Jack jumped in with, Me neither. One shot thing. Nobody's business but ours. And that was a reading from a part of Brokeback Mountain that I just enjoy. People can be monsters straight from under your bed. 
bursting out the closet, murder in their eyes, out to mess with your head. People can be cruel, meaner than a starving dog. Cut you to the quick with a gesture or a word, leave you drowning in a fog. They can't win if you take away their power. Like a bee on a mission taking pollen from a flower. They can't thrive if you build your worth on stone. Forged with love and strength like a healed up broken bone. People can be angels. Lift you from the depths of greatest pain. They ask for nothing in return because they aren't into recognition, aren't into shining up their names. People can be tired, weary from a world spinning way too fast. May they find rest when they need it, safe shelter from the storms, a thousand straight and unimpeded paths. They can't win if you take away their power. Like a bee on a mission, taking pollen from a flower. They can't thrive if you build your worth on stone, forged with love and strength, like a healed up broken bone. And now, a reading from the part of Brokeback Mountain that everybody knows. You got no fucking idea how bad it gets. I'm not you. I can't make it on a couple of high altitude fucks once or twice a year. You're too much for me, Ennis, you son of a horse son bitch. I wish I knew how to quit you. And that was a reading from the part of Brokeback Mountain that everybody knows. know about you guys, but I enjoyed that. And I feel like we learned a lot. Bruce Wayne's Batman, Jack ain't nothing like Ennis, and it's great to find money in your pants. Until next time, if there is a next time, goodbye.